welcome to the Whispers of the Soul podcast, hosted by Sally Ann Marler and Sibby Spencer. Every week we dive into spiritually rich topics to create conscious conversations to help you, the listener, deepen into your own soul wisdom and practice. The space we create through our discussions invites you into your own inner world whilst we explore ours and our guest speakers. We come together to share stories, creativity, wisdom, insights and laughter. If you feel it's time to become more curious about your own uniquely creative, expressive self that makes you, well, you, then you are in good company. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 15, The Lessons Life Teaches Us. Oh, this is going to be a juicy one. one. (laughs) Big one. Um, With your fabulous hosts, I am Sally. And I'm Sibby. And um, we are going to kind of interview each other for this podcast in the sense of discussing our own um, life lessons. And hopefully you guys listening can relate, um, might inspire you. You may... um, be able to take something new from what we're discussing um and of course we will include whispers of the soul our intuitive senses (laughs) kicking in for our life lessons so um with today's topic you know something that i found out early on in life was the fact that life in her wonderful glorious (laughs) self gives us these experiences however we don't actually learn the lessons more often Mm. than not until after the experience Mm -hmm. and we have that beautiful luxury of hindsight (laughs) and we look back or we reflect or maybe we don't for a while (laughs) but if we do um the lesson can start to emerge and sometimes i don't know about you sibby but for me if um, I'm in a situation where <clears throat> I'm not learning the lesson mm. or hearing the lesson, and I'm talking about soul lessons and life lessons, you know, these these big, fat, juicy lessons yeah. <laughs> that we're here to learn. If I don't learn them, then a situation will repeat itself with the same lesson. It might not be exactly the same circumstances, yeah, but it's the same lesson trying to get through. And it's Definitely. like just learn the lesson that's like the universe is saying i don't know what are your thoughts on that i totally agree i know that i've had that in my life particularly sort of throughout my early adult life with certain people Mm -hmm. um and the thing is you can think you've learned as well and then (laughs) and then it'll (laughs) pop up again and you find yourself going back into that pattern of behaviour or yeah. thinking or, um, you know, and, and you're like, ah, oh, mm. I've not quite learned it yet. Sorry, universe. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes as well, when it comes back again, it's like 
that you've learned some of it but not yes, all of it yes, it's like there's yes. still a niggle yes. or there's still a part of it you've not fully grasped because sometimes you can get almost like a milder version coming yeah <laughs> like a mild it's cold like, yes yes you've had the flu you've had, yes you you've developed cold. some immunity but you now need to just <laughs> <laughs> it is it's it's oh, it's, it's, it's quite a realization when you when you do think okay you kind of realize that the universe is just going to keep sending it yeah until you learn (laughs) and then you know and that's do you know as well what that's just made me think of that's that thing of initially it feels like the universe is doing something to you it's like Mm, mm. initially the ego response is why me why are you doing this to me and then i remember going through that sort of a phase and then somebody said something about the universe working through you Mm. and it's like if so if it works through you it's about taking what you need from that lesson and letting go of the rest and then after that it was no 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 the universe is working for you you. and that's when you're in the soul space and you realize that actually if you're able to almost assimilate the lesson in a way that you're using your soul anchor your higher self or that higher perspective Mm. you can you can actually see the blessings that's not to say that the lessons might not have been difficult or painful and you have to go through that process whether that's a grieving process whether that's sadness whether that's anger whatever it is because you still have the human aspect of yourself you need to look after and you absolutely can't shortcut things but that transcendence that healing that um Uh, becoming free from the lesson comes Mm. from when you shift that perspective and you look at it in a different way and you can see the blessings and I'm going to use the word blessings because even though that sounds contradictory to how it might feel Mm -hmm. there will always be blessings it's just that we don't from our perspective the range of insight that we may have at the time we can't see it can't yeah. see beyond it. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think I think it is. Um, I want. I also want to use the word gifts because I feel like you you you're sort of opening yourself up. Yes, you you may be opening yourself up to pain, you mm. know, or grief, or you know, some mm. of these lessons are difficult to learn. Yeah, but you're also opening yourself up to to blessings and gifts, aren't you? Mm. So it's it's really and I love that idea that it's working for you and through you and yeah. you know you're in partnership mm. with it rather than it, it being something like yeah. you know I suppose it's similar to um, a, a different um, perspective on on God and more traditional you know um, language is kind mm. of the the fire and brimstone God yeah. who does all the stuff to you if you yeah. do bad things yeah or are you actually have you got a part of God within you? Yes. And actually, you know, you're, as we know, we're all creators. And do you know what I mean? It's a different way of looking at it, isn't it? Absolutely. To be passive or yeah. um, involved. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I sometimes get this sense of, or I feel like, particularly when I'm tired or I'm like, I just, I just, I don't want to be an onion with layers. I just want <laughs> it to be simple. <laughs> but I keep getting this sense of, you know, Earth is almost like this training ground. It's almost like a, a training ground for souls. Yeah. And we've come in to experience this lower density, these Earth challenges, for whatever reason, you know, soul contracts 
we won't get into that today but obviously soul contracts you might have chosen this for a specific purpose you might be here to help raise the frequency you might be here because of the ascension process you might be here because of unfinished business in previous lifetimes or incarnations you know if you know if you believe that um there's lots of reasons but it's all I, I just sometimes feel like it's a bit like a training ground and yes. um you know like when you're in a dream well we were talking about dreams weren't yeah. we this morning but <laughs> My bizarre dream. when you're in a dream and, and there's this idea of the ideal would be to lucid dream and then you know you're in your dream yeah. and you can kind of make stuff happen I, I sometimes feel like life's a bit like that yeah like you just you know, sometimes it might be about not taking life seriously. Sometimes it might be about absolutely taking life seriously. But mm. just kind of, yeah, what is what is life showing you? Because you're the common denominator, right? You're the constant. What is life showing you in and around you with your transactions or your experiences that's going to help or benefit you to then in turn help and benefit others? Because yeah. I think we're part of a network, a collective that it's not, it's not a selfish thing to do the inner work. It's it's kind of, if everybody was healed, we wouldn't be here no. with some of the challenges that we're facing right now. So, yeah. Because yeah. I think some people might view, well, not, well, maybe not some people don't, but there's this sense of, oh, is it selfish to work on yourself? And I, I definitely champion that it's not. It's absolutely mm. necessary. And actually, going back to what you were saying about, god being within us or mm. the divine the universe you know if you go inward that's where you find that link that connection yeah and so you're not actually it's not all about you when you're doing the inner work anyway it's no it's much more expansive isn't it and i think that's a big lesson to learn actually because what something that i've learned and it wasn't actually on my lessons today but i it is just oh, coming to me it's just um <laughs> give me the flu something that i learned um fairly recently is that if you're and I think I said it to you actually the other day you know it's only if your cup runneth over <laughs> that you can then share you know what's in your cup exactly. yes. <laughs> you know otherwise you're just constantly trying to top your own cup up mm. you know what I mean so and, and I know it goes in so many areas of life because for example you know being being a mum is one isn't it you know you, yeah. you look after everybody else yeah but if your cup isn't full you can't give to the your family mm. you know the love and the energy that you need to and it's the mm. same with everything in any in anything yeah. if you aren't keeping your yeah um not just your energy but if you aren't i suppose like fulfilling your your soul purpose or you know nourishing yourself isn't yeah. it really yeah you can't actually nourish Mm. anybody else and that I think that's something that most parents would associate with mm. because you know I've gone through phases of getting cross and frustrated and shouting you know particularly when the children were younger at times or just losing my temper yeah. and then I'd feel awful but you know in hindsight there's that magic oh, word again um I I had nothing I was just flat because I yeah. was I had no help I had no support I was a single parent um I I had very little money so it my whole existence in life was around being mum that was the only role yeah. really Mm. and um, I was tight I mean if I got people coming in family coming in oh you go and have a night off or do you know just doing little things for yourself like you say it makes such a difference then 
Yeah. Because, it, and if you're not careful, what happened with me was that started to then become a self-fulfilling prophecy of, yeah. I'm a really shit parent. I, well, and you, I wasn't. As you know, I felt the same about myself. Yeah. You know, it, that I was, uh, it, I was shit at that job. Yeah. Um, if it was a job, I would get the sack. That's how I used to feel. <laughs> Me too. Or, uh, Here's your be P45. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that is how I felt. So, Which, yeah. <laughs> don't, I think a lot of people listening can maybe relate to mm. that. Um, and so that, I, I, you know, that little impromptu lesson, I think, yes. is a valuable yes. one to share because, and that leads nicely, actually, into my self-love lesson. Yes. Um, we were talking about this in our lovely group um, last week. And it's it's one of those things where, I think initially you think of self-love and your mind might go into sort of, oh, the hippie phase. Oh, it's all, you know, peace, one love. And I think it's, it's very well used yes. expression now. Yes. Which sometimes dilutes its meaning mm. or the meaning behind it. It could actually be in the same bracket of those particular words like of authentic authenticity and journey. The journey. Yeah, the journey. Even though I still love that word. Yeah, I love it. I mean, but I love the word authentic. You, but it's it's there's a journey is a difficult word to replace. Journey. How do you? You can't replace journey, can you? Not really. really. <laughs> I mean, while you're on your journey, you're having lots of life lessons and soul lessons. Exactly. So you know, today's you could relate today's topic to the J word. <laughs> but yeah, self love. I think you're right. It can be used in in ways that kind of doesn't really do it justice yeah in and terms i think of how potent it can be in as a practice and what it really yeah. means and i think it's i think it is getting uh becoming sort of i think people are um digging into it a bit more now mm. and realizing you know like i know because i think when it first was out it was like oh have a hot bath and uh, that's your self-love for the day tick do you yeah. know what i mean um yeah no i do i do but obviously it's a deeper a deeper concept um to to sort of consider isn't it really yeah and we had a good chat with it uh, about it sorry on in the group yes yeah and it i mean it was it was a moment actually of of really mm. just landing in what that truly means and how mm. people are experiencing it and if you do practice it more yeah. regularly how that then has such a positive impact in you know not only the relationship you have with yourself because obviously we're talking about that with self-love but the relationship you have with others because we were talking about it um helping others to understand you for example yeah helping to demonstrate how others should treat you yeah definitely. and in your relationships and your exchanges and um there was something around it being almost an underrated superpower yeah um, yeah. because if you really do honour and practice self-love, then there's not so much of that energy, that reach energy, where you're like, I have to prove myself by doing this course or this. Yeah. And that's not to say that doing courses are a bad thing. I just mean if you're doing it from the perspective of you're not good enough without X, Y, Z, yeah. or, you know, I have to just have to buy this outfit or I have to look this way. It's that reaching towards something that you feel you need to then be accepted or valued or acknowledged yeah. yeah so you know I think in that sense it is an underrated superpower yeah and it's knowing that you're like you're saying it's it's 
it's realizing that you're enough and that you can't be perfect you know and that sort of thing of of feeling like you're a work in progress and Mm. if you just do this you'll be better or people will love you or you know everything will be great if and it's kind of a it's just about sort of looking at yourself isn't it and and just accepting and not just accepting but actually actually you know being able to honor you honor yourself really as honor, you are honor your feelings <laughs> and, and all. hold the space for yourself with compassion because that's the one thing that I was missing when I mm. first started to look at this you know when I remember years and years ago I, I was watching something or I read something and they were talking about um standing in front of a mirror and telling yourself that I love you and yeah I, I remember the idea of that to me it was to me, <laughs> it you feel like oh what? I was like no <laughs> I can't do that, you know. Um, I know. So it, but uh, yeah, that was that was my first kind of introduction to the topic. But then when you actually go into it and you think about it, it's, it's actually how you hold the space for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And give yourself that love and compassion that you would easily do for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but perhaps not for yourself. So that that was um, yeah. I, I've I've been on a journey sibby with that have you been on an authentic journey of self-love authentic journey of (laughs) self-love yeah there's a three ding 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 words in there (laughs) ding 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 so share one of yours what's what's kind of one of your um lessons that you you know scribbled down quite um a few yes but you understand your scribble (laughs) yes well kind of um I think one of the biggies because I think we have to do a few life lessons um podcasts because there's been so many there has to get into one podcast is probably impossible yes but one big one that I learned from an amazing lady who I have spoken about before and who has agreed to come on the podcast um Annette Berkman um was that you can control how you feel and what you think Mm -hmm. and that sounds really counterintuitive yeah (laughs) and it may some people listening may be like no 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 sorry things are happening to me and making me feel this way and yes things do happen to you but actually in that thinking, in those moments where you have those thoughts, yeah. you have the ability to choose another thought. Yes. <laughs> and that was so empowering to me. And it wasn't that I hadn't um, heard of that idea or read about that idea or blah, 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 but I hadn't been able to put it into practice until I met uh, my friend Annette in South America and... I had then, as the universe does, I then had the opportunity to put it into practice. Nice. Um, because I ended up hanging, I'll do a quick version, but I, I ended up, um, I was traveling on my own. I met Annette, she was amazing. And then we parted ways and then I went to another place and I ended up randomly meeting these few um, American guys and we went to this town and it was all like very like gosh we'll go to this town yeah don't know you yeah let's just go <laughs> um, one of those and then what happened was I hung out with them for the first couple of days and then they 
and then I could feel I could sense the energy changing as if I wasn't wanted there anymore mm. and then one of them spoke to me and said well actually we we kind of want to meet our friend and we haven't seen him for it so no so basically it was a rejection right and that's my big 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 thing mm-hmm. rejection mm-hmm. I've realized that's like one of my massive things that I yeah. have to learn to and there I was given the chance to do that and I could I could feel myself going down this yeah these thoughts of you're they don't want you you're you're rubbish like you know you shouldn't mm. have hung around all, all of that mm. you, you shouldn't have hung around with them this song you've you've yeah. you've messed up like you've made them think that you're rubbish so that they don't want to be and I actually put into practice what I'd learned and I and I and I sat with myself and I said you can choose to feel that you can choose to think that or you can choose not to and so instead I thought um I I can I can be on my own now and I can Mm. do what I want and I can't remember my exact thoughts yeah but the empowerment of that yes because then what happened was because I changed the thoughts the feelings changed so you know, change the thoughts, then change the, the feelings. Change, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, absolutely. And, and and I found that that I then navigated my experience through traveling in a different way because mm. I knew that I had the power. Yeah. To not I feel shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to feel absolutely. shit. I can actually, and and that was a massive lesson for me. Yeah. Massive lesson. Yeah, it's that. Uh, it's that thing of kind of being a puppet almost to your emotions or feelings or the master of Mm. your emotions or feelings and and it's not to take away the it's not that validity of how you feel no it's it's recognizing the power that you have in that moment yes to make a different choice and I think probably yes and I think probably the most relevant and where it because I'm I'm a big feelings person as you know (laughs) <laughs> I feel things very intensely. Yeah. I think where that really helps you though, because obviously you're going to have things happen that are yeah. very very sad, yeah. make you angry, deeply hurtful or whatever. Yeah. But in that situation, I was going back to an mm. automated mm-hmm. an automated reaction. So yeah. I was going back to a feeling of rejection. I was yeah. going back to some thoughts in my head yeah you are rubbish you don't deserve to be with these people or bloody blah, blah whatever it's like a primal wound isn't it yeah it's a, it's, it's a yeah. trigger thing that's sitting underneath all the other stuff and almost. that's when this comes into play i think massively yeah is if you feel yourself going back into these old patterns and these old yeah feelings yeah that's when you can go actually mm. i'm gonna make a choice here mm. I choose not to go down that road and I choose to change my thoughts. And that was massively empowering. Yeah. And and I'm sure for people listening as well, because, you know, it's it it's a difficult thing to master. Yes. And we were talking about, weren't we, um, be mindful of the gap. There's a gap between yeah. actually reacting. Mind the gap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That reminds me of this, the Peter Kay thing. Did I tell you about that? No. God, we're so going off topic. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, no, this. Oh, it, uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna share Just it because it. it might make people laugh. So <laughs> Peter Kay does this in his set. Um, there's this bit he does at a train <laughs> station, <laughs> and uh, and he he's talking about you know when you go to the platform and 
obviously there's the track but then on the platform bit there's a yellow line yes and yeah. that's put there purposely because they don't want you to get go past that yeah, because yeah. then you can be in trouble yeah <laughs> and so he does this thing in his his thing he goes passengers please stay behind the yellow line otherwise you might get sucked off <laughs> And then he says, and there's all these men running across to the yellow line with their arms out going, woohoo! It's just so, it's just the way he said. So whenever I hear references like Mind the Gap, yeah. I, I, my brain. That's where your brain goes. My brain goes there. That's all right. Your brain can go there. <laughs> shared a little Peter yeah. K humour with the audience. Hope that's all right. <laughs> oh, I do like Peter K. They don't do out moist moist <laughs> that's what he says about the chip shops in in down south in the north they what they don't do they don't do out moist they don't do gravy they don't do curry oh, they don't they do don't do poised they don't do out moist you've managed to get moist in the podcast the word there moist. we go we always Challenge. said Challenge we always accepted. said we'd get the word moist in there somewhere <laughs> that was sibby's extremely random word <laughs> Let's see if we can get the word moist. That was an interesting choice. It just—it kind of shows you a glimpse into my mind. Sort of. I was expecting some roll doll. Yeah, no, uh, you know, no. like five, six, seven syllable word to come out of Sibby's mouth. Being a writer and all, no, moist is the most random word. But you've managed to do it. I can't believe it's it's only taken us like episode fifteen. <laughs> they don't do out moist. They don't do out moist. <laughs> oh God, we've gone <sighs> off on a tangent. No. Uh, we knew it tears. would happen. Tears. We knew it would happen. <laughs> All right, go on, Sally. So let's <laughs> give us a lesson. <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to breathe. Actually, I did as I was going through my lessons because it, going back to this onion and layers. Yeah, they were many. Moist. Oh my god! Right, breathe, There were many because I am one of those people that unfortunately for me has to learn the hard way yes. so I, I did <laughs> yeah so I did all these soul practices which I am going to make available on my website for anybody listening um or you can sign up and and get them so basically there was you know, I've I've done loads of these practices these lessons that have come up um but when I was thinking about our topic today I wanted to talk about something that presented itself to me while I was at uni doing my um the creative expressive therapies degree um i had a moment where we were doing creative creative stuff so it could have been drawing it could have been you know movement it, music obviously was the one that i did but we we um and dance and uh, drama we brought all of the four different choices that you can use as part of the degree and mixed them up a bit mm. um and i found for me what that did was it offered me a a way to not only connecting with myself better yeah and work out what I was feeling a bit more clearer because when you're using creativity you're sort of stepping more into the world of metaphor mm. um 
archetypes, metaphor, you know, this, uh, and, and this is how, for me anyway, I, I understand how the soul speaks. Because if you, if you say to yourself, like really kind of bluntly, you know, you're crap at X or whatever, mm. but there's a feeling that's sitting underneath that not feeling good at something. Yeah. If you explore it through a metaphor, it's not as dangerous. It's a safer space in, mm. to you to inhabit, to explore it fully. And that's something that really landed with me, with the exploring creativity. And it gave me, um, it gave me a link into not un, not only understanding understanding sorry the the crap the the shadow stuff the stuff that I'd kind of pushed down and ignored mm-hmm. but it also gave me a way of exploring my light so there was this this duality that was within me that I could have access to through that and what it made me the lesson for me was that we're so complex yeah that we we're just so like we're like five onions inside an onion yeah <laughs> yeah and that's not even going into that's the not even onion verse exactly <laughs> <laughs> but we're so we are we're so complex we and are. and i just think sometimes we kind of reduce ourselves down to a moment or a feeling mm. and then label that quickly and so, yeah. yeah, it was a bit of a wake-up call for me to understand how expansive, how vast, how majestic we are in yeah. that, in all of that. Yeah, really. I agree. And it, it, it brings to mind something that I, I like to say about people, which is people are full of dark corners. Mm. Because I think we've all got those corners that have got cobwebs in that you know we don't visit very often that we oh, want to yes. get the feather duster on yeah. you know what I mean and 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 also that we're also always full of all people are all full of surprises um as well which I like to think is is also true mm-hmm. you know that there's yeah. like you say there are so many so many layers yeah and even within your own psyche you know you you can uncover stuff yeah let alone sort of connecting with other people yeah but I think creativity I totally agree well we're very aligned aren't we with our beliefs on creativity but Mm. it's it's a way of it's a way of giving giving like voice to Mm. all the aspects of ourselves isn't it yeah and because it's through um whether it be a painting or a yeah. a dance or a you know a play or a a book or a poem or whatever it's 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 easier to kind of then look at that mm. isn't it yeah you it's can easier to look at that part of you that's come you out can in learn in a in a different way because you're you're making it tangible yeah to work with and and you can teach yourself oh yeah about yourself absolutely anybody can do this and <laughs> yeah. it's not yeah. like a specific skill you have to learn everybody absolutely can do this and the other the other point I suppose with this that really landed which is why I actually set up the creative you yeah was that that that's the point of our existence yeah to understand that we're creative beings because you know we're, we're very much conditioned and programmed and in this sort of very restricted way although creativity does love restriction i have to say Mm. it kind of brings out people's creativity can do can't it It absolutely can do but Mm. the point is we're supposed to step into our own ability to create our life yeah as creative beings and so i you know my part of my mission was to 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 start to teach people that 
creativity isn't about how good you can draw yeah. when I first started doing workshops and courses it was oh I can't draw I can't I'm not creative and it's yeah. like everyone's creative you're born creative yeah it's not a choice it's it's innate exactly. um yeah. <clears throat> so when you're accessing your let's call it a creative gene yeah. when you're accessing that part of yourself you're stepping into who you are mm. and you can't can't go wrong with that because there's no folly there's no default there's no shortcut there's no it, it you, you're just doing it yeah and yeah. there's there's something sorry there's something quite beautiful about that and um it, it is reassuring definitely as well. and and you know i i completely agree we've all got that in us and i think when we did our podcast on um creativity being a divine mm. practice yeah it's how to my to to me it's like how we link with our creator you know mm. whatever we see that to be mm. we're and the mini version of him we've got <laughs> a bit her. of that that what magic <laughs> that's that's the magic but we're also what i like is that it links it also connects us mm. you know yeah. that part of us is innate yeah. and yeah. therefore connects us all yeah. all yes. humans yeah um, into that collective space doesn't it, it yeah can, it can go outwards and upwards yeah at the same time simultaneously and it's awesome it is awesome and yes we need to feel free to explore that part free. of ourselves. freedom just don't do it on a train platform okay oh just, yeah just saying yeah. stay behind the yellow line <laughs> mind the gap <laughs> But yeah, that that creating how you feel, I suppose, is similar to the um, the thoughts thing, isn't it? It's that realizing mm. that you what you're looking at in your life is mm. in 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 a way is create is created by you, or mm. you can choose yeah. how to create your life, which is which is is a difficult one to assimilate sometimes because it does very much feel like things are happening to you. Yeah. And things do happen to you. Yeah. But it's 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 being empowered, isn't it, mm. to kind of to kind of realize, well, to just to realize that you have some power over yeah. how your life is created. Yeah. And I think as well, you know, we and a lot of us are questioning the status quo of the world right now yeah. in lots of many ways yeah. in lots of different avenues, platforms and we're questioning things that we were told or we thought were part of our belief system. Um, and that's happening more and more and more. And I think that we're doing that with ourselves, particularly if this is a automated response or behavior that we can mm. identify, but we can't always create the space we need to, to change immediately. But it's almost qu questioning the status quo. Cause I like what you were saying about, um, you can, you know, choose a different thought or, ch or choose to uh, a different feeling mm. to it because it's almost like this old narrative is on is on continuous play. It's yeah. like this, and you're hearing it, and but when you create a bit of space, so you step into that awareness and you're hearing mm. it, then you have to question the where it's come from mm. and how relevant it is. So it's sort of question the status quo of what's going on in your head as much as we are now seeing people questioning the status quo of what is going on in the world yeah definitely tell yeah. us one of your other um ones oh, gosh um i think we've got we've got a room for maybe a couple more yeah so something that is also very freeing i find is 
the notion that you can't control what other people think of you. Yes. You can try and try and try. You can try and be the perfect person. You can try and never upset anybody. You can try. But you just cannot control what other people think of you and neither should you try. Mm-hmm. And it's actually none of your business what they yes. think of you. <clears throat> yeah. And I love that because I do. then when you can, if you can actually take that on and go, oh, it's none of my business what they're thinking of me actually. And... I've no control over it anyway. So I shall just do my thing. Thing. Carry on. <laughs> and that is has been a really big lesson for me to learn. Mm. Really big lesson. Um and it have learnt it over it? a long period of time. Mm. But I think I really needed to desperately, desperately needed to learn that. Yeah. You know? And and linked to that is the and Donna Ashworth, the lovely Donna Ashworth, has got a poem called this. But I remember when my, my first book came out, getting some sort of awful reviews. And I remember just that feeling, again, that feeling of rejection. And then me having to, um, what's the word? Like, rise rise above that. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I, the very simple message that you can't be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. You absolutely cannot be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. And once you realise that and you think, and okay, then, but, oh, but then I'm just not everybody's cup of tea. You don't I, want to be though, I don't, do you? I don't need to be everyone's no. cup of tea. You know, and, and that's also very freeing. It sounds really simple, mm. but it's... Really... But then, in order to be everybody's cup of tea, there's a you're you... compromising yourself or diluting yourself in order to fit and change and be everyone's cup of tea so it's you know we, we talk about this in terms of energy don't we and, and yeah. your uniqueness and what you're giving out through your vibration yeah. you attract the right people by being who you are and the people that you repel or yeah. might have a negative comment or say you know what the frig are you talking they're not your people no. and that's fine and it's just that is a really effective way of making peace with that yeah and we were talking before the podcast weren't we about resilience and Mm, mm. you know Sibby was saying that this has helped her step into that space of definitely resilience emotional resilience which is not really taught Um, no we kind of again life lessons we learn we learn the hard way don't we and as you become more visible and for example this this podcast you know if we if we got caught up in oh you know what if people don't like it or you know I mean I had quite a thing when we first started I was worried about Mm. how I sounded and and that I wasn't articulate enough or that I paused too much do you remember and I just Mm. you know and actually I just had to give myself my own lesson yeah and go well do you know what they can just switch off (laughs) (laughs) if they don't like it they can switch off and that's the thing it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea Mm. but the people that will listen hopefully well we'll they're listening because they want to listen, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yes, they're, um, you know, access, accessing their own whispers of the soul. Exactly. <laughs> but, their own intuitive state. And I think, you know, all of this that we're talking about as well, there is there is a connection to intuition because when we're more intuitive, when we're working through that feeling sense and we're in connection with that higher intelligence or that, that wisdom part... Um, that's how we learn the lessons mm. and transcend and heal from them. Yeah. And so it is It is about, um, you know, being in, in communion and connection with that aspect of yourself. And I think that 
our lessons, some of the lessons we've shared, hopefully demonstrates that. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's because the learning part can be harder sometimes than the actual lesson that you've. I think that's it, isn't it? And you, the experience that how it's yes. landed, and it can be really hard work. Mm. learning the lessons and it can feel really hard work but it is so worth it yeah when you actually it's not just an abstract concept but you've actually assimilated it and you're living it and that's Mm. when you get the rewards I think Mm. that's when you reap the rewards because life just gets better and you can share that then with other people and then you can share it you know I mean some people will be role models some people will um offer support through whatever medium that is that suits them best but it's it's once you know it the the knowing of something the understanding the learning the sharing Mm. the being of service in some way it's um it's all really valid and important i think to talk about um let's shall we go with one more shall i shall i shall i I? go sibby um sibby spencer on the mic goodness um no pressure okay (laughs) this is a a generic one but there is no rule book for life Mm -hmm. like that so you live your life how you want to live your life you know you go with your intuition you you trust you know trust your inner self trust your um trust your creative magic trust trust your intuition and where it wants to take you you know and don't um and don't try and abide by other people's rules there's no rule book for life there is there is not mm-hmm. people will try and tell you there is mm-hmm. there isn't yeah <laughs> yeah and know your own heart you know yeah know what's right for you and part of the learning of that or the the lesson that may be involved might be that obviously metaphorically speaking look in that rule book yeah you know for those of you listening if you if you feel that you're governed or you you find yourself trying to play by the rules look into that rule book and try and work out what the source is try and work out where that that's come from and try and work mm-hmm. out if that's still serving you because most of the time it won't be or it could even be something that maybe served you once but no longer does yeah trying Definitely. to figure that out because I think that's a really important one to be because you know we're all we feel like we have to abide by rules it's mm. kind of part of our upbringing mm. yeah and that's not to say you know you go out and do things that are and that's <laughs> destructive for exactly. the sake of it it's we know and I think if you know your heart and you know what's right mm-hmm. that's your rule book yeah that's your own rule book, you know. Yeah. But there is no rule book for life. There's no generic rule book. You yeah. cannot do this. You can't. You exactly. Do this. And, or, or if you, know, you do, you do it like this. Yes. Yeah. You do it like that. I think it's about finding your, yeah, you know, your own, yeah, um, inner guidance. So if there is some sort of self inquiry or soul inquiry around that, it might be um, to look at what what may be influencing you, mm-hmm. and if it's holding you back or restricting you or almost you're disallowing yourself to do something or have an experience that could potentially be really positive um chuck it out yeah throw it out rip the rule book up rip it up (laughs) rip it up (laughs) we're not going to suggest setting it on fire because that you know don't don't do risk yeah 
Yeah. Don't want no. the fire engines out, do we? No. No. We don't want to give people <laughs> ideas to do anything dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Sibby, I think we've delivered a few nice I hope so. It's been really enjoyable, actually, to hear yours. The lessons life teaches us. And to to share mine as well. And it sort of makes you feel, yes, you know, these these lessons are important. And hopefully it's helped people listening as well. And I I would say one of the ones I was going to talk about, but I'd quite like to do this as a separate podcast because it's a fundamental part of what I do in my work now is is to do with energetic transactions and how that works but i think we should um do one that focuses on energy sensitives on empaths on energy trans- just put it all in one yes. podcast show because i think people that identify themselves as highly sensitive people empaths they will gain something from yes and i think the energy transactions thing t- does it it does tie in with some of the lessons, doesn't it, that we've talked about today? But it's such a bit. It is a biggie. Isn't it's a biggie because it, it's if everything is energy. Yes. Then. <laughs> oh boy. It's a pretty big topic. Do you know that's the biggest onion of all? Yes. <laughs> the giant onion. <laughs> they don't do out moist. <laughs> we've achieved a few goals, haven't we? In this I, this I episode, think so. yeah. We hope you've enjoyed it too. Yes. We and so. um, thank you for listening and, and being with us. And uh, yeah, we will look forward to coming back next week. Um, so yeah, lots of love from me. And from me. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. So if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse, well, you can. You can find me, Sally, at thecreativeview.co.uk or on Instagram as the.creative.u. For Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon.